Hey, I'm Sean and welcome to today's podcast. So I'm on the second episode in a series I'm running on business planning. We are in business planning season. I'm shooting this in early-ish to mid-October, which is when I like to start writing my business plan for the next year. Full disclosure, I actually write a new business plan every quarter, but for the agents I coach, I find that a little overwhelming usually. So we usually do a big one in October, which gives them time to get up to momentum and also just to make sure that they have enough time to actually get through it and start doing things to build towards the speed they need to be moving in the new year. In our last episode, we talked about modeling. So I called it R&D, rip off and duplicate. The idea that if you wanna get something for yourself, for your business, any, any result really that you wanna achieve, well, the first thing that you should do is go and try to find someone who's built something like what you want and then look at how they got there. Look at what they do and, and what they've done and, and then model it, copy it. Do the same things that they do and aren't you likely to get the same result? So today what I wanna talk about is figuring out what you want that result to be. One of the things that I see agents do all the time that I think is, is really a, a mistake is they show up at a business planning session or a, a clinic, a lot of the time we'll call them, and they haven't had a chance before they arrive to think about what they actually want. So you sit down in this room and what happens a lot of the time is that people set goals that don't have any real basis in getting them where they wanna go. So for example, I see a lot of people choose what I call random goals. They'll say, oh, well, you know what? I wanna make $100,000. It's hilarious. People, ever since I got into coaching real estate agents, even back on my team, just bringing in new agents, I'd ask them what their goal was. Everyone wants $100,000. And that hasn't changed, even with inflation, which is weird, right? So um, people often have this dartboard approach to creating their goals. They think for about one-tenth of a second and then they just blurt out a number and it tends to be this random round number that sounds big. I want 100,000, I want 500,000, I want a million. And the problem is that a lot of the time there's no relationship between that number and them being able to do a certain thing or get a certain thing. And a lot of the time, all they think about is setting goals in business. So what I like to do is I like, before I have them start doing the actual planning of how they're gonna get there, I like to slow down and back up. And the first thing that I make them do is put some thought into what they actually want, what they want from their business, and more importantly, what they want in their life. And what I'm gonna share with you today is how I do that. I've got a very specific approach that I take that I, I follow personally when I'm doing planning, where I look at a certain amount of time and I look at my, my business life, my personal life, I think about my wealth, my, my family, my relationships, the people I wanna spend more time with, like everything. I start to map out goals, okay? And for me, what I've found is that the time period is a really important piece. People tend to overestimate what they can do in one year and they tend to underestimate what they can do in five years or a decade or maybe two decades. You can do amazing things if you apply yourself to the same thing on and on and on over a long period of time. Think about compounding interest, right? And the tricky part is that when you look at this, usually when you do business plans, you do it for the next year. But the next year is really gonna come and go pretty quick. And if you don't have a greater arc to what that fits into, a lot of the time it can lead to you kind of being lost along the way. So 
you say, well, maybe I should plan for 10 years from now. And the problem is that 10 years is really ambiguous. If you try to look out at what you think your life, your priorities, your values, your finances, the world is going to look like in 10 years, it's really hard to kind of understand what that landscape's going to be. It's true. Think about it. Like, how would we possibly know some of the things that are going on in the world right now five years ago? Six months ago, we might have seen some stuff bubbling, right? But it's not something that just is really visible until it's in front of you. So five years and 10 years are kind of really tricky. What I do find, however, is that three years is kind of a really nice time horizon. Three years tends to be an amount of time that most people have a general idea of what will be going on in their life. Now, I'm not gonna stand here and say that, you know, nothing will surprise you in the next three years. That part, for sure, there's gonna be challenges along the way, and that's part of why I do this process constantly, not even once a year, like I do it every three months. I'm on, I'm on a rolling 90-day sprint in my business. But if you look out to about three years and think about it, you should be able to get a pretty good idea of what your family's gonna look like, what grades your kids are gonna be in, what you wanna be spending your time doing, what, what you think is possible in the next three years for you as a person, as a business person, as, as the owner, as a leader of what you're building. And so I find that this is a really nice amount of time to try to get a grasp on what I want to work towards. The cool thing is that I found this to be proven in the way that I worked with individuals before I started coaching. So when I was doing real estate sales, I kind of found that the most amount of time I'd ever want to have someone in my database was about three years. So I'd, I'd put prospects in for about that amount of time. And what I found is that if someone says, I'm going to move in two to three years, usually they end up doing it. Whereas when people told me I'm going to move in four or five years, usually it took six years, seven years, or eight years. So it was just kind of an interesting thing to notice that people kind of have clarity like things come into focus in your life between two and three years from now. So why don't we use that as a planning horizon to set our big goals? And then what we do, we take those bigger goals and we chunk them back to where we are now. And this is a process that I call three, two, one year vision. Because what I want to do is I want to, I want to help you set an idea in place of where you want to be three years from now. And then I want to help you work backwards from that. Now, when I do this, I typically do it in a classroom. So I'll have a group of 50 or whatever, 100 people, and we'll be, we'll be doing a business planning session, and this is the beginning of the day. And what I like to do is I give them the same premise that I gave you, but then I actually lead them through an exercise, like a visualization exercise. And it's almost a bit of a meditation. The idea is that you're gonna step back from what you're doing and what you're in, and you're gonna think about you, and you're gonna travel to, to the future and kind of meet yourself. So the exercise is called meeting your future self. And I'm going to do that right now. I just want to pause before I start and say, if you're driving while you listen to this, please don't close your eyes. <laughs> okay. You can join me, carry along, go through this whole thing. And at the same time, please do it in a way that you're not endangering anyone because I want to make sure that you can actually live for the next few years while we get you where you're going. Okay. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to sit back. And before you start, what I want you to do is I want you to find a piece of paper and a pen or pencil is even better. Grab a piece of paper and a pen. What you're going to do is you're going to take that paper. You're going to hold it up vertically. So it should be taller than it is wide. 
and I want you to, to draw a rectangle in on a piece of paper. Now, inside this rectangle, what you're gonna do is you're gonna draw a vertical line down the center of it, and you're gonna draw two horizontal lines. So what you should end up with is three rows that are too wide. So there's gonna be six squares on it. I hope that all worked out for you. And what I'm gonna ask you to do is write three years at the top, two years in the middle, and one year at the bottom along the left-hand side. And I want you to go above the top row or column, we'll call it, or above the top column, I want you to write personal and I want you to write business on the right-hand side. And then I want you to grab that piece of paper and put it down and, and put your pen next to it. And I want you to just settle in wherever you're at, okay? I want you to just relax for a minute. Relax and just close your eyes. Be comfortable. And take a moment and just breathe. Breathe in and out. And get comfortable and relax. Take deeper and deeper breaths. I want you to feel the muscles in your body relax. And just feel comfortable knowing that you're supported and wherever you're sitting and that you're safe. And you can just have a moment to yourself to enjoy thinking about your life and all the great stuff that's coming to you. In this, I want you to take a moment and let yourself kind of step out of yourself. Imagine for a moment that you actually kind of float up out of your body. And you get to look down at yourself and, and just observe how peaceful you seem. Enjoy it. It's a good feeling if you're actually following along on this. What I'm gonna ask you to do next is actually travel away. I want you to just travel upward and move away from yourself sitting in, in that chair or in your car, wherever you are, and picture yourself now coming up above whatever you were in and noticing that there's a beam of light coming towards you. And this beam of light travels up away from where you are out into space. It just kind of carries you forward further and further and further from where your body is right now relaxing. And you're safe and you're comfortable and you're confident feeling yourself move away from, from your body. Now I want you to imagine at this same beam of light, after a little while, actually intersects with another one of a different color. I'll let you choose what color that one is. But as you reach it, where those two come together, you decide to follow the other one and it leads you back down towards Earth. You follow it down, you travel through the clouds, you get closer to the surface, it, you get to the point that you're just about to place your feet and you realize that now You've assumed a body again, and you place your feet down on the earth in front of a, a beautiful home. And this home that you're standing in front of is the home of your future self three years from today. Pause here and picture the home. What does it look like? What do you notice about it? How does it make you feel? Is it welcoming? Is it impressive? Any answer is okay. What does it look like? What does it invoke in you? You decide to introduce yourself. So you walk to the door. And as you walk to the door, you, you take note of, of what surrounds the door. Maybe there's mail, maybe there isn't. Maybe everything's clean and tidy. Maybe there's some stuff that looks like you were getting in and out and things are happening. Any answer is fine. Just take note of what the surroundings feel like and knock on the door. 
as you do this, your, yourself, you in the future, answers the door and greets you and welcomes you in. Imagine stepping inside the home and taking a moment to observe the person in front of you. What do you notice about them? How do they make you feel being around them? What do you, what, what do you observing them notice about yourself? How's their nature? How's their energy? Are they welcoming and warm? Are they in a rush? How do they interact with you? And then pause for a moment and look at the home around you. Take a look at the things that, that are inside the home, the furniture, the collections, things that this person, yourself, has accumulated in their life. Your future self invites you into the home and you both sit down and you have a conversation. He tells you all about what the past three years have looked like. His, his time that he spent, what he spent it on, what he's cherished, uh, what he or she has valued, what's been most important in, that, in, in your life, what's been, what's been exciting and what's been hard, what have they gained, what have they lost. Take it in. While they're speaking, continue to observe them. Again, what's their nature? How, how do they make you feel being around them? And how do they seem to feel about themselves? What do they tell you about your life, your business? What do you learn about how you've lived in the past three years? They pause after a moment and offer you a piece of advice in how to reach where they are today. What's the advice that they give you? After a minute, they offer you a drink as you continue to speak. And you take a moment to ask them any questions that you have. What questions would you ask? As you prepare to leave, they offer you a small gift as they see you to the door. What is it? And just like that, the doors close behind you and you step back into that calm of light and you carry yourself away from this time that you had visiting yourself in the future and moving back towards the present. You intersect again with the calm of light that brings you back to earth and you find yourself sitting in your chair, just like you are now. And if you've been sitting and, and carrying through this, what I'm gonna ask you to do is just take a few deep breaths and enjoy a moment thinking about everything that you learned about yourself. And I'm gonna count down from three, and when I do, you grab your pen and you start to write things down. Three, two, one. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I do every time I do that exercise. What I find often, and don't start writing stuff yet, what I find is that a lot of the time people realize that they actually value different things than they thought they did when they would have first sat down to write their business plan. What are the things that are the most important to you? A lot of the time it's not 
just the money or the team members or the transactions or the sales. A lot of the time, the most important stuff is something else. So <clears throat> one of the things that's really important is when you're sitting down to plan your business, you need to remember that your business is here to be a vehicle that helps you fund the life you want to live. Your business is not the reason for your life. The business is a byproduct. It's something that you create to allow yourself to have the life you want to live. And you got to remember this. So what I want you to think about first and foremost, before you start thinking about setting business goals and trying to imagine what you want everything to look like, what I want you to think about is what you want your life to look like. I have this thing and I, I had a whole podcast on this a little while ago where I say that so many people get into this rhythm of chasing a never ending dream in real estate or any business where they're just always wanting to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. And often they surpass what they first got into the business, hoping they would do with their business. And they don't even realize it because it's no longer about them getting to a certain point or doing a certain thing. It's about them just having more and more. And a lot of the time what happens is they sacrifice a lot of other things that should have been part of them living that best life of theirs because they lost sight of what was most important. They say, someday when the business does blank, I'll do blank. Someday when the business is doing a million dollars a year, I'll be able to take time off for vacations. Sometime when I have three more assistants, uh, at that point I'll be able to find time to go to the gym and I'll take better care of my body. Someday I'll be able to make the investments that I want to make for my retirement. But right now I got to, I got to let that money stay in the business. Fuck someday. Please do not live your life always saying that it's okay to push back what's important to you, your priorities, your goals, because the business needs you to do something now. You can have both, but you can only have both if you take what's important to you first. You know, the idea is that you got to make sure that you build stuff into your life starting now that lets you fill your cup. And that way you'll have more to give to your business anyways. What I found was every time that I took a little bit of my focus away from myself and gave it to my business, I had such a hard time getting results because I wasn't taking care of myself that in the end I was pushing harder, but I wasn't getting further anyways. And then when I'd step back and I'd say like, hold on a sec, maybe instead what I should do is just, you know, prioritize this and fit the business goals in afterwards, all of a sudden all the fluff that was eating my world became irrelevant because I didn't have time for it. So I really just did the core stuff that really moved the business. So take a minute and start thinking about what you want on the personal square. Go three years out now. That's going to be the top left square on that sheet of paper. Go three years out and just start putting stuff in. And this can be little things. It doesn't have to be world changing or mind bending. It might be that you want to take three weeks of vacation out, out of the country with your family. It might just be that personally you want to make sure that you have maintained a certain weight or you might want to make sure that you have date night with your partner every week. It doesn't have to be some huge crazy thing. It can be really pretty simple actually. Okay, so take all the time you need and fill as much as you can in on the personal side three years from now. And then what you do is you look at that and you say, okay, well, if I'm going to have that, what do I need the business to look like? And then in addition to the business needs or my, my needs of the business, what do I want the business to be doing? And then 
you move over to the business side and you start to fill things in. Now, I'm talking about what we need versus what we want in the business. And I just want to put a pin in this and asterisk and say, I'm not shaming wanting to grow a huge business. In fact, I'm obsessed with business. I absolutely love it. I think it's fascinating. It's like this unique challenge. There's always a creative way to take it to the next level. You can do things that no one else has done before. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to create financial wealth for your family or, or to have some kind of legacy that you create by building something that's bigger than you. Okay. That's awesome. And at the same time, you shouldn't do that at the expense of having a healthy and fulfilling life with all the other things that you deserve to have in it. So when you're looking at your goals for your business, think about what you want the business to be doing, but also think about what you need to have in place in that business in order to let you live the life that you just said you wanted to live. That was your priority. That's the number one thing is living your life, not the business. So you look at it and you say, okay, well, if the business is going to be doing this, well, then I need to figure out what I'm doing inside the business to make that happen. So don't just think about transactions or volume or sales or commissions. Start to think about other things like what role do you have inside the business? Maybe you love the role you have right now. And maybe it's something that truthfully you'd love to move from and do something else. Both answers are fine. If you do love the role that you're in now, maybe you want to look at having some leverage around you so that you just do the parts that you're best at and you're not stuck doing all the operational or administrative stuff that comes with the responsibilities that you have. Maybe you start to think about what a team structure could be so that you were just doing a few key main tasks that really drive results. Start to think about where you fit and what you would need to have around you in order to just do the things that you thrive in, the things that you do at the highest level. And, and that's what your team's going to end up looking like. Also think about your time. You know, people set a lot of goals surrounding revenue and growth. And I see very few people who set goals in a purposeful way as to what their time that they give to the business is going to look like. You know, we, uh, we get into real estate a lot of the time thinking that our goal is to live, uh, to get out of the nine to five, right? I'd, I'd love to get out of nine to five. And then what's hilarious is that realtors get out of their nine to five and then we covet the idea of a nine to five. Like, oh dude, could you imagine only working 40 hours a week? Like, that would be amazing. Well, here's the deal, man. I'm going to tell you the truth. Like when my team was doing seven figures, I was working like 25, 35 hours most weeks. Most weeks it was on the lower end. I had a lot of free time that I filled the little gaps in, but my structured time with my business was like probably 20, 25 hours most of the time. Occasionally I'd have weeks that would be 60. Usually it's because you're making it rain. That's awesome. But guess what? It's possible to build a really well-structured business that can grow really big where you don't have to be the one pedaling the bike every minute of every day. So why not think about what that could look like? Why not set a goal to take back a little chunk of time every quarter or every year so that over time you build something amazing and you do it in a way that you're living like a rich and rewarding life. And then what you do is you, you look at this. So now hopefully you've got your personal and your business side set for year three and you kind of move it back. So your business over time will hopefully grow. And with that, usually what happens is you start to gain momentum. So as opposed to business growth being a linear thing, usually what happens is it 
it creates a bit of a, a hockey stick effect where it's flat, it's flat, it's flat, you're building, you're cleaning stuff up, you start to get a little growth and then it's like poof and things take off because you finally hit that momentum, you've got everything in place, there's nothing slowing you down anymore. So say that you want three years from now, so you're, you're pretty new and three years from now you want to do half a million dollars in gross commissions. Well, it's not going to be a straight path. You're probably not going to do whatever would be 175, 175, and 175, right? Just approximate numbers. More likely what would happen is you do like 100 your first year, 200 or 250 your next year, and then 500 the year after that. So you're adding more each subsequent year than you did the year before. And, and so look at the year three goals that you have in your business and for yourself and start notching it back. Well, if I wanna be there in three years, what do I need to have done two years from now? Just look at all the things you wrote in there and reverse them a little bit. And that's what gives you the next row down. This is something that can be pretty straightforward. It doesn't need to be in another creative place. It's kind of more just reverse engineering at this point. You do the same thing for the next year. Now, one thing that you need to do a gut check on is you need to look at what you wrote down for your one year goal and tell yourself like, is this something that's realistic enough that I will pursue without any chance of abandoning it? And in order to reach it, am I willing to make the commitment that it takes to actually get this done? You can do amazing, amazing things in real estate, but if your goal your first year in real estate is $5 million of commission, well, I haven't met anyone who's done that yet. So you be, better be ready to do something really disruptive and you better be doing more of it than anyone I've ever met or heard of, okay? I'll leave it to you. I'll never say something's impossible, but things are hard and this is not an easy business, okay? Here's the deal. This process can be something that overwhelms you and drains you. Maybe you hate it. Maybe, maybe you learn to love it. Personally, I love this process. In fact, it's one of my favorite processes in business is the process of measuring and refining. So constantly looking at what have I done? What did I get? And what am I going to change and what that is going to give me? So measure and adjust, measure and adjust. What you just did was you wrote out a plan for where you want to go. And I hope that you'll take this same process and live by it. You'll come back and at least annually, maybe you do quarterly like me, call me crazy, but come back to this same process and check in on where you're at. Get an idea of where you're going, right? This is, this is something that you as a person can either be, uh, you can be kind of rudderless and that's how most people live without really having a plan. They just kind of think about what would be nice. And at the same time, like if you grab that rudder and you make a plan, you know where you're going, you can move from being someone who's kind of a victim of the circumstances that they're in to being someone who gets to actually sail towards their, their vision, move purposefully on pace towards the goals that you have. And I hope that you do the latter because it's pretty amazing what you can achieve. I've had a number of things that have shown up in my life that I never would have done if I didn't just write them down a couple years earlier. And then all of a sudden you wake up and you realize, holy crap, you know, like I set this audacious goal for something either personal or business that I, I frankly kind of just wrote down. But then because I kept checking back on it and I kept on making little moves towards it, you do these amazing things. And it just becomes a part of the rhythm of your life. And you, 
in the end tend to get excited about it, especially when you start to build momentum, you start to see the things that you've worked towards coming to fruition. So I hope that you do it and I hope that you fall in love with the process of it because it's a big part of what I have found is some of the greatest pleasure in my life is looking at where I want to go and thinking about how to get there and creating this ultimate version of the life that I get to live by just as simple as spending the time thinking about it and putting little things in place. And there's no reason you can't have it all. In, in I, so many businesses, I have a lot of friends who have absolutely incredible businesses and incredible lives and they have great relationships and they get great health. And it's because they put equal priority on everything and they're always working towards all of it. I want you to do the same thing. So I know this was not my typical format. I hope you enjoyed it. I know it was kind of a little different in the middle. Um, it's an exercise I absolutely love doing. If you weren't able to actually kind of relax and sit with it, I'd encourage you to come back to it and do it again on your own and just really think about what you want that person, your future self to be and take the time to write it out. You'll be amazed what will happen in your life. As always, Thanks for taking the time to spend with me and I'm looking forward to our next episode. I'm Sean and we'll talk to you soon.